Hi. Hi. Hi, it's me, Bad Adam. These headphones not working? Okay. Whoa, this is better. Hi. Oh, very loud. Okay, now it's better. Hi, hi. Just me engineering my show. Live on the fly. Um, it's time for another edition of Thank You For Being A Friend, but first, the following disclaimer, the following hour of KDBS programming. Excuse me, that's not the right disclaimer. The following views presented in this hour do not reflect the views of KDBS. KDBS sponsors or the University of California. I almost read the bad words disclaimer. No bad, no bad words. Well, depends on your definition, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I'm bad at him. And this is thank you for being a friend. Um, so this is like the pre-show portion still, as I'm still sadly still setting up even though we're almost out of time <laughs> but that's okay because um i have a really excited excited i'm really excited about the show today because um for the last couple weeks i've been playing portions of older shows because i Because I want to. Um, and also because I've started off, I started reposting. This is too loud. Too, getting too intense. Are you feeling that intensity? It's just uh, the song Apocalypse from the, from the original soundtrack for Hitman Blood Money for the PS2. Is this PS2? Whether or not it's from the PS2 is irrelevant. It gives me a PS2 feeling. And that's really what I wanted. Um, yeah, so I have a segment from a show recorded last summer. Um, I... Why are you doing that? Oh, compy. I knew I should have used the lappy, not the compy. Um, a pre-recorded segment. Well, a segment that was recorded last summer in June. But yeah, I... I started archiving the shows online. On soundcloud.com slash badadam69. It's kind of a huge step because I've archived shows before online as a service to the listeners who can't access um, recordings of the show anymore on the KDS website. It's been down for quite some time. If you didn't even know it was available, then I understand. It's, it's a relic of an old age. Um, however, I 
yeah, I've, I've archived shows before, but never the talk show. Always music shows or mixes, etc. So it's kind of a big deal. And as a way of kicking it off, I've been mixing in some quote-unquote best of. It's not really the best, though. It's just something. Oh, that's the theme music. We're not ready for that. It's playing in my ears. Stop. You, unless you want to hear the theme music, people want to hear it. It, it's already 10, it's already 8, 19. You deserve to hear it if you waited this long. Unless you hate it. No, you love it. Thank you for being a friend. I ruined it. I ruined it. I ruined everything. So sorry. Um, really am. Couldn't wait just like two seconds. That's a, that's a gorsh and goofy voice right there. Um, yeah, one, to finish off that thought on the pre-recorded, so, um, it is, um, the focus is on, uh, uh, Native history, um, Native American history, in terms of its dealings with the U.S. government and scientists who think they know about the land more than the people who have been living there forever. Blaming them for their problems. Scapegoating, if you will. And, um, yeah, this one focuses on uh, a Navajo reservation. Navajo tribe. Um, I'm replaying this one because uh, somebody I know who listens to the show texted me after and was like hey I liked your show today and they don't really say that very often so I was like well really I I mean yeah me too cool um so yeah that's what's coming up but also as I was listening to the recording of it I was like wow this is a really good uh playlist too that I had <laughs> to start the show with I was like, that was uh, actually, to me, was more impressive than whatever I said on that show. So I'm also going to be bringing back a little bit of the playlist from that day as well. Um, all right, that's it. Should we start off with playlist? While I get that recording uh, set up to be played. Let me just check it. 
I mean, I had a playlist ready for today, but the background music, but, but let's see. Let's bring this back. Oh yeah, I'm just looking at it already. It's it's a few it's a few songs. That should be more than enough time for me to get everything ready uh, for the archive. So it's a little half and half show. Although I think we might be going to 9:30 today. All right, sound good? Sound good? Okay, I'm gonna play a message and then uh, we'll start that off. First song is uh, a classic. They Don't Know by Tracy Ullman. But first, uh, first message. Thanks for listening. It's me, Bad Adam. Um, thank you for being a friend. Weekly public affairs show here on KDBS. Davis 90.3 FM. Hey, Emmy. How's it going? Pretty good. I was just thinking about how I don't have any plans for this coming May 12th through 14th, and I'm feeling pretty bummed about it. Still you. That's the weekend of the whole Earth Festival. Of course we have plans, because we're going. Oh my god, that just cured my clinical depression. I've never felt through it like this before. Come, Come to, to the, the whole Earth, Earth Festival, Festival happening May 12th through 14th, 14th for music, food, art, and community. Check out wef.ucdavis.edu for more information.
Dr. Worm, I'm interested in things. I'm not a real doctor, but I am a real worm. I am an actual worm. I live like a worm and I like to play the drums. I think I'm getting good, but I can handle criticism. I'll show you what I know. Miss the night 
Hi, welcome back. This is live programming right now. It's me, Bad Adam. Today is the 10th of February, 2023. However, I'm about ready to start a pre-recorded. I don't like saying pre-recorded because it's going to make you think it's part of the uh, never-ending playlist of pre-recorded programming that sometimes or was used in the past here. This is a selected classic best of episode that I'm about ready to play. Um, what I like about it, though, is, uh, I just played the same playlist that I did to start the show last time. And so, on the pre-recorded, I did it again. But, um, I, I, I go through, uh, the songs that we played because the phones were ringing and I was like, oh, you want to know the songs probably because that's the only reason you call. And, um, also I don't usually answer the phone. So, yeah, I need to get it started now. 
Otherwise, we won't have enough time for the whole thing. It's just over half an hour. This is such a classic. All right, right after the song, I promise. Okay, bye. Right now is a uh, classic episode of Thank You for Being a Friend from 6322. Okay, bye. Right, so welcome to the show. Um, this is recorded. I decided that. Let's get into the history. A fuller, more inclusive more accurate understanding picture of U.S. history. Oops. Oh, before I get into that, though, um, I did miss a call, and I'm assuming that was probably about the songs. Hopefully that was about the songs, so... Uh, the songs we played in that last set. Um, going backwards, the last track was by Moist called Cell Phone Receiver. Before that, we played kind of like a... Not orchestral. What do they call it when it's uh, like choir type? I'm not really sure. Ethereal piece by... Zaguba called Alaska. 
We also played Veronica Pass by R. Missing. And then the first two songs were the classics. Dr. Worm by They Might Be Giants and They Don't Know by, by Tracy Ullman. Everyone, everyone has to wear masks again, right? Well, they don't have to. I'm just saying. A lot of people that I know personally are getting infected with COVID-19. COVID-19. And to me, that's no joke. It's serious. This is COVID-19. This is serious. All right. Story time, then. Um, so... I I believe this is the 1800s. I'm actually going to go to Wikipedia because I have notes, but for some reason I don't put the year. Um, there was a man, a U.S. government administrator. I'm not really sure of his title. I'm not exactly sure, but I think that he's assistant or works in the office of the Secretary of Interior. Something like that. And he's a liberal, like outspoken liberal, the type that you would think um, native people would uh, be, you know, very happy to hear and to have as a, like a advocate and ally but you know like like today a lot of liberals it's kind of performative and maybe that and when it gets you know down to it, it it's a little bit harder to uh to do something to you know mess with that status quo anyway Um, this this man, John Coiler, um, decided to I guess in in a bout of righteous indignation became fully enraged and engaged in a uh, all-out battle against Navajo people because he wanted to reduce the number of livestock that Navajos had on their reservation, which he believed, spoiler alert, he was wrong, which he believed um, was the reason behind the uh, excessive amounts of erosion that was happening um, 
I want to say was it the Colorado River, I believe. Can we hear that background music? Is this exciting? Because it's about to be. Um, so all this erosion, according to the U.S. government, scientists, who of course were, as some history teachers have uh, explained to me, uh, products of their time, which is a language they use to excuse racism. Oh, oh, products of their time. So racist, you mean? And, uh... So this kind of thinking, it, it influences how they think. They're like, we, we're not doing anything wrong. It must be, it must be those Indians and all their sheep. They're making it so dusty. If only we got rid of their sheep, then, uh, then this dust would go away. So they were concerned about all this erosion because... Uh, according to their scientists, um, all of this excess earth material were going to cause the boulder dam to become clogged up with, oh, it's called silt. Silt. Not a word I use all the time, but if you're an environmental scientist, geologist, you know, just to the type of person that talks about silt then you would know but yeah he was wrong about that but more about that later so he came up with this plan which is like I don't know I feel like there's so many similar plans that uh, politicians government officials come up with to uh, avoid having to straight up or they, this appearance of uh, oh, they're giving something away like you have you gotta you gotta earn it and we'll give you opportunities horrible opportunities of course that are short term and uh, really disturb the interests of the anyone but the people that are be giving being given these opportunities anyway so in exchange for selling this livestock which of course is sacred and been a part of life for Navajo people and a lot of people in the Southwest area, time immemorial. This is key to survival. This is how it's a way of life, being sheep herders. Maybe not time immemorial, but for a very, very generations and it's, it's a it's a type of knowledge that gets passed down through the generations important um anyway so back to that deal so navajos would be compensated with temporary employment on federal work projects to make up for whatever quote lost income from not being able to herd sheep. And as you might imagine, Navajo people hated this plan 
very angry about it. Strong resistance. I have this anecdotal back quote from a uh, historian. Ronald Takaki and he in his book uh, I think he tells the story in multiple books but in a different mirror a book by Ronald Takaki he describes an account of one Navajo father I wish I had the exact quote written down but he instructs his son to never sell, never lose, never give away a sheep to anyone for any reason. Because in one sheep, therein lies a million more. I'm thinking that a lot of our uh, audience here in KWS may not be familiar with this other much more commonly discussed piece of Navajo history, U.S. history, um, called the Long Walk, where when Navajo people were forced off their land and brought to some other place. They never accepted and fought until eventually they were, they were allowed to return. Um, that's a short history. It's a lot. There's a lot more to that, but there was deep feelings of mistrust. Not novel people, and I would hope still have for the U.S. government. Um, so, so, uh, this, this was a life or death issue, right? Sheep and, sheep and survival are, are the same thing. However, U.S. government administrator John Collier eventually was able to, and I don't have the details on this, but he was able to manipulate the Navajo Tribal Council into signing off on this project. And they gave away 400,000 goats, sheep, and cows. And when that didn't really help, and they were already in, agreed to this project, U.S. government, John Collier, administrator, bureaucrat, unelected, of course. Let's <laughs> just go without saying. Um, he demanded the removal of 500,000 more.
And the reasoning for this was a uh, paper written by the same uh, racist scientists. They were like, they they uh, they wrote a paper describing how much, uh, how many sheep the land could sustain, as if they had any idea what they were talking about. We're talking about people just showing up, and this happens all the time. They show up, and they're the experts. We've been here. Listen, and this has started now being a little bit, but listen to us. I mean, if you're gonna listen, listen, if not for us, just for yourselves. You can really help yourself. Um, but like I like I already said, all their their science was totally wrong, totally racist, um, and uh, overgrazing had nothing to do with uh, all the uh, erosion. It ended up being temporary, a temporary thing that was happening because of drought something that people Navajo people and indigenous people native people living in the desert understand <laughs> I laugh I laugh <laughs> oh but not funny at all a little funny. Um, but yeah, all along, Navajo. Navajos were trying to explain this, this cycle of dry weather and subsequent, subsequent erosion to the government experts, but they, they didn't listen. There's like an inherent disrespect that Euro-American culture seems to have to trust, listen to people who they've deemed lesser than. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Sure, native people. They don't even think that we know what's best for ourselves. They'll they'll tell us. <laughs> this is like this uh, this belief, this structure, which is you know a part of the, of the government structure, a part of a larger structure of white supremacy. It, it's it's a fundamental part of justifying white supremacy because oh uh, you know we white we whites we know best <laughs> and there's a long history of this you know <laughs> people still racists will still talk about the white man's burden sure racist that's that's exactly what it is 
this still happens, but like the way what counts as uh, legitimate not forms of knowledge is always been shaped by racial hierarchy, patriarchy, you know, <laughs> capitalist exploitation strong and strongly. That's why we have all these things about uh, climate change misinformation, right? Because capitalism decides what counts as legit knowledge. Anyway, to sum up the story, uh, so years later, when the drought ended and the grass returned to the land the Navajo people had been living in forever, and the U.S. government realized they were they were incorrect in their assumption that the overgrazing was destroying the environment. Navajo people remind, reminded them that this is a quote from Takaki. We know something about that nature because we were born here and we were raised here and we know about the processes of nature on our range. So we tend to think of like Native American genocide as something that happened and is over but it's part of a it's not just the thing it's it's an ongoing process which should be disturbing it should be really disturbing to people this ongoing process is, is still happening because indigenous people here everywhere but let's say especially here The fact that native people are here thriving, it undermines the validity of the U.S. settler colonial nation state. And it's entire apparatus that supports it. I could go on. I could go on about how that connects to other how colonization is part of an ongoing process and all the other things that plenty of examples of that but I think I'm going to take a quick break and then uh, we'll come back and close up the show you've been listening to thank you for being a friend with me bad Adam I hope you enjoyed that little story We'll be back in a, in a minute. Okay, bye for now. Fridays for Future is a global movement of school strikers calling for urgent action on climate change. Every Friday, school children across the world strike from school for their futures, calling for leaders to unite behind the science follow with the Paris Agreement and keep global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. 
For more information, go to fridaysforfuture.org. The ASUCD Pantry, YOLO Food Bank, and Aki Compass are proud to present the Eat Well YOLO Food Distribution. Every Tuesday from 2 to 4 p.m., you'll be able to grab free groceries such as dairy, produce, canned foods, and more. Everyone is welcome, including non-students as well. Come by to the south end of the MU, next to the quad, with an approved daily symptom survey and your own grocery bags. The assortment of groceries can vary week to week, so be sure to stop by to see what's available. We can't wait to see you on Tuesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. in front of the fountain by the MU. Hi, you're listening to KWS Davis 90.3 FM. Um, you were just listening to, uh, uh, a classic, classic episode of Thank You For Being A Friend, um, that was recorded on June 3rd, 2022. Um, we're live again. Today is February 10th, 2023. Um, what'd you think? <laughs> I was pretty mad. I mean, I still am mad, but there is a one final segment to that show. But we've gone over nine o'clock, which is officially when the show ends. Um, ordinarily you'd be hearing the show America, China talks. However, that show is only playing once a month at the moment. So, um, it would just be other pre-recorded content right now. So I'm actually considering playing the last part of that show. It's only about eight minutes left it was kind of hard for me to listen to maybe it was for you too but I mean it hurts me that's why and so I kind of I remember it I listened to it uh, a few times already Um, not recently but I knew how it went and I kind of cringe a little bit because I'm not Navajo to be clear um, I'm native, but not Navajo. I'm native Californian. Uh, Miwok. So. Yeah, I felt a little uncomfortable and I like, I didn't really do them justice when I'm telling their story for them. <laughs> kind of doing the thing that I said the uh, US government does, but not, not exactly in the same way, you know, but enough for me to cringe. Some people who are really close to me, though, are Dene, Navajo, and yeah, so I kind of wanted to 
I'm more interested in Navajo history than maybe some other histories. Um, just to, yeah, I care. I care about the people who are close to me. <laughs> Should go without saying. Um, but yeah, I think what I'm going to do now for this last 20 minutes of the show Let's turn up this background music. Um, no, I'm going to play a song that um, I played yesterday on my music show. Oh, by the way, I should mention this. Um, the whole reason why I replayed that show uh, just now, that classic episode, is because I'm posting the talk show online now. So you can hear that back if you missed some of it or if you missed any of the shows. Um both the music and talk but I've done the music show I posted that before I stopped but um talk show I've never posted online because I was like uh I don't want people <laughs> I don't want people hearing this I'm embarrassed um so it's kind of a huge step for me but anyway yeah you can find it on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash bad adam 69 I've also made it you heard that right, Bad Adam 69. It's easy to remember. Um, I've also put it up um, like as a podcast that you can subscribe to. And I'm pretty sure these are bots that are listening to it. But uh, yeah, there are a lot of people listening to the podcast, surprisingly. But anyway, if you uh, are interested in that... You can find that, um, I don't know, not, it's not on all podcasts, but I know I put it up on Apple podcasts at least, but I think, uh, it's on a lot of them now, like kind of how it works. But if you search for thank the letter U, the number four, thank you for being a friend. Um, you can find it there. So, yeah, you know, I kind of, now that I'm out let's see how long this other i meant to post a clip onto the podcast stream or the soundcloud stream this week of another classic bit that was shorter do we have time to play that one let me play a song let me let me see i have like uh another episode that was generated uh i don't know i think it was about a year ago um it generated some controversy, as in callers were really mad at me, um, because there was a lot of news about Joe Rogan's podcast and about the money that he was getting from Spotify, and about all the racist things that he had been saying on the show over the years. Um, yeah, and I basically was like, never listen to it. Don't know. No need not interested um but i i didn't even get into any takes about whether i thought <laughs> i was like i'm gonna get in i'm gonna talk about this coming up and the phones already started ringing off the hook uh with people shouting at the top of their lungs defending joe rogan i'm like okay uh all right i just think i just developed my take right now and that's gonna be to uh 
<laughs> mess with these people. But, but I was actually like very uncomfortable. I did not like. Partly reason why I don't answer the phones. I don't like feeling the wind of your voice on my ear because you're shouting at the top of your lungs. Thankfully, that's rarely happened, but. I have like a five or so minute clip. Yeah, let's play a song and then we'll play the clip. That's actually fun. Now that I've teased it enough. Um, anyway, yeah. You've been listening to uh, Thank You For Being A Friend, a weekly public affairs show with me, Bad Adam. Um, as a reminder, the following views presented in this hour do not reflect the view of the KWS. KWS sponsors or the University of California. So, yeah, I'm going to play a song. Oh, we're short on time now. I have like a 10-minute song that is like a tribute to the band Television, who's lead. One of their uh, band members died recently, and the cover of Marquee Moon that I played yesterday that people were calling in about. Yeah, let's let's play that and we might cut it off a minute short or something. But all right, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye for now. Life in the heart of good.
Hi everyone, it's me, Bad Adam. Um, in the background, we got Luna covering Marky Moon, which actually came out. This cover came out two years ago on Double Feature Records. Um, all right, I got that other clip that I was teasing set up, and I want to give enough time for the next DJ to be able to set up. So this clip is. Seven minutes, so about a five, four minute buffer between that and 9.30. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I know this is an epic jam and there's still a minute 30 or two minutes left of this 10 minute plus song uh, originally done by the iconic band television. I was wondering why so many people were playing television on KWS. It's a tribute. R.I.P. Um, but anyway. This clip I'm gonna play. Oh, I don't have the exact date. I think it was February. February of last year. It's not confidential. Actually, it is. Um, so yeah, let's let's play that. This is after people were calling me. After I said, "Oh, coming back, I'm, I'm gonna talk about the Joe Rogan show." And uh, I guess that was mad at the callers for yelling at me. All right, enjoy. Hello, welcome back. You're listening to KWS Davis, 90.3 FM. I just said we're going to talk about Joe Rogan. I didn't say if he was good or bad yet. So, uh... <laughs> I'm just going to say it then. He sucks. He's terrible. What an idiot. Such a racist. Anyone who listens to him is an idiot too. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess this is, I, I said we're not taking calls. Say the name Joe Rogan. Yeah, like I said, I haven't listened to him. Um, so, <laughs> do uh, like take to? I, I'm I'm quoting it from uh, the Atlantic. They came out with an article to, this morning, written by uh, Caitlin Tiffany, and I read it. And I was like, okay. Maybe I'll take something on this morning. That was a mistake. But anyway, she starts her article by saying, to take issue with a podcast, you have to do a lot of work. Or you have to hope 
that somebody else will. And that's because, like, podcasts are like thousands, <laughs> like Joe, Joe Rogan's, for example, are like thousands and thousands of hours of content, of chit-chat, banter, you know, conversation. And so, like, that's sort of the nature of podcasts. That's why people like it, because it's like they're in on it. And I can relate to that, you know? It's nice. Feels like you have a friend. I mean, this show is thank you for being a friend. So friendship is a concept that I get. Um, but there's like a lot of connections to be made about like the growth of podcasting and like the passionate fandoms that uh, support them. Because they're like, they're not just these small little things like my rinky dink show here. I mean, these are like, this is the reason why people are taking issues because it's big business now. Um, and as things become more business oriented, more corporate, they're going to have, they're going to face more scrutiny. And so I think that's what's going on with Joe Rogan. So like, I guess we just take a step back. Like what is podcasting? Like I'm, I'm old enough. I remember I had an iPod. I remember this brand new medium. It's pre-recorded. Like, how, how was that? Uh, I was just, back then I was just like, how is this? I mean, I loved it, but it was hard to understand how this uh, could actually be something that would, that people would support. But we see for like how that has changed. Um. Like, there is a space now for any sort of niche thing. And I'm not saying that Joe, whatever Joe Rogan is talking about is niche, because obviously he has a huge fan base, and it it's sort of mainstream, but there's a place for it. Um, and uh, the uh, argument that this, argu- uh, this author is making in the article is that what is happening is that people the reason why this is becoming big business is not because of like what uh whatever content is being produced by these podcasts because like hours and hours of just chit chat banner is basically worthless (laughs) it's worthless in that it it is throwaway garbage right but what's what what people find value in or what companies find value in is this fandom that exists and the interaction and the support that people have for these Uh, podcasters and podcasts like that is something that people can see profit from they're like they see that you care about something and you're willing to engage with it constantly like it's a uh you know these are your friends this is part of your person like a part of your personality like and there are plenty of podcasts like this not just joe rogan's um the article also cites uh 
the fandom that exists for another podcast that I don't listen to. <laughs> I listen I listen to some podcasts. I'm just not a huge like devoted fan of any particular one. Um, but another uh, like left wing podcast, if we can call Joe Rogan right wing. It certainly has a fandom, or it certainly has right-wing fans, including Donald Trump. Um, there's another podcast, the Chapo Trap House. And I'm quoting here from the from this article, the audience from the, quote, dirtbag left podcast, Chapo Trap House, is so volatile that it was banned from Reddit. But so unified that it has built its own new online community from scratch and so invested that it pays for the show's host it pays the show's host more than a hundred and sixty four thousand dollars a month via patreon so the fandoms aren't intense another argument they make is that these fans last lack perspective All right, I hope you enjoyed that clip. That was from February of 2022. Um, coming up next is uh, KWS's best DJ. Um, DJ Megatron. <laughs> I swear I didn't just look that up. Um, so enjoy. Bye.